Hello, my fashion lovelies. Welcome to the Cover of Fashion, a podcast where I discuss unique fashion perspectives. My name, Michelle Washington, and I use my 20 plus years of experience as a fashion industry professional to dig deep into the complex issues. Thank you for joining me. Well, as soon as you hear my voice, you know it's time to talk fashion, baby, fashion. And I'm standing on the corner of I woke up like this and flex, girl, flex. Since I'm an international podcast now, I'd like to say hello, hola, bonjour, konnichiwa, guten tag, and ni hao, fam. Let's get into it. Now, whether you've seen the movie Black Panther Wakanda forever or not, well, just go see it. We're going to talk about the costume design Mesoamerican influences behind Namor and the Tolacan Empire. Mexican actor Tanak Huerta portrays the Mayan-inspired anti-hero Namor, well, also known as Kukulakan, meaning feathered serpent god leader of the aquatic nation of Tolokan. The Marvel history of Namor is neither a straightforward villain or hero, but he is always a defender of the people. The silver screen version, however, of Namor is a reimagined backstory, wonderfully reimagined, a Mesoamerican-inspired underwater civilization. Much like T'Challa's home of Wakanda, Tolokan is a secretive yet powerful kingdom. Instead of the original comic book story as Prince of Atlantis, Namor is the reigning leader of Tolokan. Now, director Ryan Coogler took a venturous leap into Latin diaspora with this surreal and vibrant underwater universe, a society heavily inspired by the historic Mayan empire, bringing this vision to the costume aesthetics to life required intensive research into post-classic Mayan culture, as well as reading and talking to historians and other experts about Aztec and Guatemalan history. Up for this unique costume challenge, Oscar award-winning costume designer Ruth E. Carter. Now, Carter and her team had to not only elevate the character's look, but they had to make everything functional while wet. And she joked in an interview with Vanity Fair saying, if you were asked to do a movie and they say there's water, hang up. (laughs) Well, Carter states in various interviews how heavily they relied on historians to accurately differentiate costume details from the early Aztec or classic Mayan periods, including images that they had collected, asking if they were authentic Aztec or Mayan. They also had to understand that the Mayan empire was a small coastal community that was by the water. The Aztecs were a bigger empire. There's lots of documentation done on the Aztecs than there really is on the Mayans. So creating these Bold costumes meant reflecting an underwater way of life and taking into account the countless hours of water wear testing of the fabrics during filming. 
So the fabrics would bleed and the fabrics would fade and they had to find a way to treat the fabrics and also treat the water. When Carter discovered that the Mayans had been using rubber since the 16th century, and according to, well, the research from her team, the Mayans invented rubber and it made her job of creating functional underwater suits much easier. So Carter mentioned that the production team incorporated weights into the costumes so that they stayed put underwater. This also meant a thoughtful, very thoughtful details and adornments that reflected Namor's position as leader. Carter states that Namor's jade ear spools were a beautiful love letter to their culture and also looked into the possibilities of Latin futurism. For Namor's feathered headdress, they had to create multiple versions, some for outside of the water and some that were silicone-based and water-ready. Another example is Namora, Namor's cousin in the movie. Her headdress is made to resemble the fins of a lionfish. The design team talked to marine biologists and asked them what's at the bottom of the ocean. And they said things like fish bones, sponge-like substances, coral. So incorporating bones was a big part of the costumes as well as jade and kelp leaves, giving more depth to the aquatic lifestyle and environment of the underwater kingdom. Carter also tapped Dutch couture fashion designer Iris Van Herpen. Now, in the scene where Princess Shuri first visits Namor's home, Van Herpen made the sheer white beaded gown and the elaborate neck piece, which is made up of clay beads inspired by Mayan vases that depicted rulers and people of nobility. Today's interesting fact, Actor Tanakwerta revealed in a Jimmy Kimmel interview that he did not know how to swim when he got the part of Namor. The history of the character Namor is an old one. The Submariner is a character created by writer and artist Bill Everett, and Namor made his first appearance in Marvel comic issue number one, October 1939. With the reputation as a mutant anti-hero, born half Atlantean and half human. His father, a sea captain from the undersea kingdom, Atlantis. Namor is also an alpha-level mutant, with his ex-gene granting him the power of flight. Don't believe me? Look it up! Mother has spoken! As always, I'm here to bring you all of the ooh. All of the ah and all of the things. Yes, all of the things. Thank you for tuning in. Want more style gems? Visit my website, stylistmichellewashington.com. And also register for my monthly online masterclass, Owning Your Style. Like this podcast? Please subscribe and share. Until next time. A smile is always in style. Keep it fashionable.